Que lo que mi gente, welcome back to another episode of Las Chicas del Barrio. Hey. You already know the vibes. On this week's episode, guys, we decided to switch it up. Um, next week, we're going to talk about what's going on in the Capitol. Just because, like, honestly, I need a mental health day away yeah. from that stupidity that has occurred. Mm-hmm. Just saying. So we're going to talk about, actually, like, childhood traumas. Mm-hmm. Um, we could talk about, if we want to, um, things that we've experienced growing up. But I think one of the main things that we wanted to discuss is how important I think it is to communicate with one another about our childhood traumas, whether that be with a partner, with people that you meet, or like even like just making like an overall discussion and like not being ashamed of it, you know? I think that when you learn about people's childhood traumas, you get to actually learn a lot about them and the person, like the type of people that they are compared to like when you're trying to figure people out I guess you can tell like they're more closed off and things like that because they don't want to open up about the things that they've experienced. Mm. So we're just going to get right into it. And I can honestly start that off with saying I have some childhood trauma that a girl, your girl is getting over with. Okay. I decided to actually break those barriers I think between, I want to say a transition from last year to this year where Mm -hmm. I started normalizing, like talking about my trauma basically. Mm -hmm. Um, it was a, actually, believe it or not, the last, within the last month, yeah, within the last month, I've had two separate conversations with people about their, each, their childhood trauma Mm -hmm. and have correlated it and expressed my childhood trauma Mm -hmm. or like other people's trauma too, you know? Mm -hmm. And I could honestly see, honestly say like, those have been the best conversations that I've had with people with such and like in such a long time like mm-hmm. it was so genuine you know yeah like, I met um some people that you know their parents went through like drug addiction or they lost their parents at a young age or like domestic violence or like you know alcoholism like all of that and I think it was so cool to realize that okay I don't know if this happened to you but when you were younger were you kind of like didn't want to tell people like what was going on in your personal home life oh yeah for sure bro same like honestly I would get that a lot where like not only with the stuff I've been through but I wouldn't even talk about my like my siblings like that like people are like oh yeah like I know you have brothers and sisters but like we don't know their names I've never seen them blah blah but that's just how private I was but then I think too like growing up in a Hispanic household, it's always been like, we can't tell people what we're going through. Like to, we have to be perfect. We have to Mm. be silent, but then we can't be all up in the cheesement of the other families. Mm traumas or what they were going through you know not so you snatching edges today okay leaving them all like like you (laughs) (laughs) okay i've been peeping that a lot lately because like you you know um i think it's important and i feel like um i was talking to my cousin brie brie so shout out brie brie um like i think everybody has their own trauma whether it's really severe or it's really something like mild we have something that we've been through in life you know and if you're trying to heal from that I don't think like healing is like from start to finish I think healing is an ongoing process Ooh, you know snaps yep because mm-hmm. we could always like you could be good one day and then the next day you could just have a really bad day so from what and I've been like this past week I've been trying to journal more um because mm-hmm. I think it's just you need to express that because if you have a problem you can't 
try to solve the problem without acknowledging the problem so if we're trying oh, to fix exactly. our trauma we can't fix that if we don't really um first get to the problem like the trauma of what it is like acknowledge your trauma okay step one and let's move forward you know yes because um, if you don't do that it's kind of like okay we're not really fully understanding so whenever we're going to get triggered easily instead of maybe like okay if something's happening instead of being triggered so easily we're able to um uh, what's that word um direct how we're gonna respond you know like maybe before I would be out but instead I'm like let me take a deep breath let me take five minutes okay you know what Brittany this is actually something that triggered me because I went through this as a child or during like as a my upbringing like I've seen my parents do this so I'm I'm not a fan of this you know and I think Mm -hmm. that's important like letting people know like not that you're coming at them but like let people know like hey this is a trigger for me because of my trauma and like open it up because you'd be shocked about how many people in a sense go through the same thing as you you know or can relate and if even be like people so close to you that you never thought in a million years oh Mm -hmm. my god girl literally same like honestly (laughs) and it's crazy okay like I said guys I am I want to say like I'm an open book when it comes to like my social life or like anything that's not in reference to my immediate family like Mm -hmm. if it's my immediate family I carry that shit like deep 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 deep, Mm -hmm. way down inside of my soul like Mm -hmm. because like it's just because like I through all the flaws that my family has I will always love them like no matter what like I don't care like I will literally die for all my relatives I Mm -hmm. feel like I make that very clear to everyone you know though we do have our trauma you know Mm -hmm. yeah like big time faults actually yeah and so um I realized though, like, you know, growing up, you know, especially in the Hispanic community that I would not say anything. So, you know, we Mm -hmm. all go to school. We're all seem like happy kids, all these things, life is dandy. But in reality, like, I feel like a lot of my friends were going through a lot of similar things that I was going through. And it's crazy that we were so close, but none of us would talk about our trauma. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, that to me is crazy. You know, like, why is it that we create this stereotype mm-hmm. that you're weak if you talk about what you're going through or if you bring your family's business that's shameful like yeah. I don't think that's right actually because I feel like when you explain what you're going through you open eye you open the other person's eye to think like to to see life from your perspective let's say yeah. you know mm-hmm. like if you don't take that initiative then you're gonna think okay for example you can see a person who is the happiest person in the world right mm-hmm. and people think oh the happiest people they don't have no life issues shit i could take myself as an example mm-hmm. everyone loves to say Brittany is the happiest person ever she has no problems she's doing good in life everything's going good for her she has both her parents but her parents aren't divorced da, da, da. the whole book they don't fight all this shit and then my head i'm like what life are you like how do you, how can you create that based off what you think that you see, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I think the person who I relate to the most is my sister mm-hmm. because, like, we grew up and, bro, we saw some shit and that shit was savage, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And, like, growing up, I didn't have friends, I want to say, where I could relate to that person, oh. you know? Like, mm-hmm. I had my sister because, like, we were going through it, you know? Yeah. And even now, like, I can say like my sister's like literally my best friend because like 
as much as I love all my friends and mm-hmm. they're all amazing, my sister has been the person that knows we yeah. both with the same trauma, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So it's more relatable, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say that my parents are horrible parents either because they were a fucking amazing parents. Mm-hmm. Shit, all families go through shit, yo. Like, Amen. No, no one trauma is better than the other, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, these are things I think that definitely in our culture and like the 21st century, like even like I would love to go back to high school and just tell kids like, yo, like, let's talk about what we're all going through, mm-hmm. you know, like, let's take that time because you holding it in, like, people are going to think you're okay, but you're not and you're going yeah. through it. Like, it's crazy. Like, I remember like, I would hate, oh my God, I would go through like sometimes where I was just so upset. But like, I painted that face of happiness. Because mm. in my head, I was like, you know what? You don't want to be negative. You know, you just yeah. don't, don't let that affect you. But like, sometimes I was just so pissed and I wouldn't say nothing. And this is me. I'm not talking about just the middle school. I'm talking about like 12th grade, 11th grade, like 17, 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in college, like me trying to like play it off. Like my stress is nothing. But like in reality, like, yo, I was still going through things, you know? And like I said, it wasn't until like this year, um, well, 2020, I guess, mm-hmm. that I was like, yo, like, I don't feel like there's anything to be ashamed of of what you're going through, you mm-hmm. know, because I know that my experience, I can help the next person who's going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to exactly. sit here. I wouldn't want how I was feeling throughout those time that time period. I wouldn't want someone else to go through that because they're ashamed of what they're experiencing, like what they're going through with their family. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's also too, um, uh, you mentioned something before where it's like, where we couldn't tell our traumas and stuff like that. In a sense, that's hypocritical, you know, because yeah. we're here not wanting to share what we're going through. And I totally understand, you know, like some people have the the bad, the, the evil eye for you, you know, like they don't, yeah. some people are malicious, but um, besides that point, um, it's kind of like hypocritical of us as Hispanic well growing up Hispanic because that's the culture we grew up as mm-hmm. um, because we're here we're going through it but then we're not telling anybody because we need to be perfect but the moment we hear that oh so-and-so's um, is going through this or so-and-so is going through that we're here judging them like oh my god how could they do that oh my god stupid like duh that's common sense yeah. or oh my god like I couldn't imagine but we go home and close our doors and it's chaotic you know so to yeah. uh to me it's just kind of like how come we're how come it's so hypocritical within our culture and then we grow up so envious of like oh well they have this so we're always trying to one-up people and it's like yes like it's either we one-up Mm-hmm. I was gonna say it's either it's the one up or you know what Hispanics tend to be cold-hearted too oh, especially Central amen. Americans oh my mm. god cold-hearted people um I think that they're very cold-hearted when mm-hmm. it comes to things so they think in their head this illusion comes in that you know you don't talk about the family problems because why like why are you stressing that that's a sign of weakness like mm-hmm. you being sad is a sign of weakness you crying oh no that's weak yeah. and it's like no that's not at all actually that's you mm-hmm. dealing with something because in reality if you don't deal with that the next person you interact with you can bring along that baggage in that relationship mm-hmm. and i'm not just talking about like a boyfriend girlfriend relationship i'm talking about friendships yeah. i'm talking about companion like companionship i'm talking about like um acquaintances like your your aura your energy that you're bringing to someone you're introducing to someone like i can tell when i meet someone 
whether you're going to be negative or whether you're going to have a positive impact on my life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I have friends that I love to death. I love them, love them, love them, but they have not dealt with their childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. And I know that they haven't dealt with it. Does that make me love them less? No, but do they need to go and figure out how they're going to be better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, shit i'm still figuring out my childhood trauma yeah so i don't expect people to know you know Mm -hmm. i think it's also too um just growing up in the uh like first second generation our parents come from countries where uh and also with parents so our grandparents our great-grandparents um you don't have time for this or oh like depression that doesn't exist guess I saw you're dramatic all this stuff um so there's that point but then there's also two where I feel like it's always been black and white you're not happy because you don't have money you don't um you don't have a good husband because you're not a good wife. You don't clean the house well, or you, you're not able to bring kids into this world. And to me, that's why when I hear these things, and sometimes when I hear like my grandparents talk or my tias talk that are older, I'm just like, first of all, of all that's why y'all got some real bad bad baggage, okay? Mm. I could sit here and I could, I'll-, I'll Pinpoint, see, you yeah. know? <laughs> Therapy isn't just like, oh, well, doctor- Dr. Estrada, she's going to be great. No, she may not be the one for you. You probably need to go through five therapists before you could see or you fit um, with or you mesh with that person. But also, too, therapy isn't just going to be a place where it's like a weekend. Like you're going to go through hard stuff. Why? Because they're going to make you realize what's going on in your core. This is why. And then, like, I think it just opens up a. an understanding that you didn't see before because to all of us we could say like i'm perfect you know i wish i was them you know yeah (laughs) we are not perfect first off we all have something we could continue to work on but for me as a person um i've always uh like for example i know how i am because of my parents and then i look at my parents and their relationship as husband and wife and see where are their weaknesses and where are their pot like the strong points and how am I as a relationship what do I look for in a relationship especially since I'm a woman am I looking for someone that's kind of like in a like as a mirror of my father or do Mm -hmm. I want someone who's not a mirror of my father at me as a partner do I want to mirror my mother or do I not want to mirror my mother and vice versa when I'm looking for a partner like how are you most like your mom how are you most like your dad is that negative or positive what's something Ooh. that they taught you that's negative or positive they're not ready for that conversation no. sis they this not is not ready this whole like oh you go to the bar bye yeah. no we're talking about our traumas baby because it's yeah. important you know like, it's super important because i think so i think it's important to that's why i always say that you can't love people before you love yourself and i'm not saying to love yourself because you're a perfect person you have a perfect body and you make freaking a million dollars a year no love yourself because you are broken because you have pieces that you still oh need to fix. my god like, and i'm ready for everything. this yeah <laughs> it's true yeah like yeah love yourself because there's no other person but you and today it's not going to take away that i'm not being your britney you know like it's just tomorrow we're going to be that much stronger and that much better you know like it's um 
it's a beautiful thing to realize you know like I'm not perfect but I'm this way you know and yeah. I'm not the same person I was five years ago I'm not the same person I was in high school or in junior high or in elementary school you know like I'm obviously growing and by the time I'm 30 I hope to be that much more wiser but yeah. I'm like talking about traumas is so important because I feel like that also helps you not push people away you know because when people do want to talk about it it's kind of like oh like what like I'm not no like it's not coming for you it's a place where it's like no this is a safe zone like let's talk about these things you know like even us two as friends like I'm like I on a daily basis I think we kind of learn more of what we experience throughout our our lives and our childhood growing up and we've known each other for how many years like five six years now and I'm just like damn girl like I didn't know that and you could probably say the same for me like and that's not bad I just think that like you said like holding um I hold my family very sacred and Mm -hmm. um I don't let a lot of people in but also too if you were to come up to me and ask me a question like oh Nathie so like what did you experience as a kid I would let you know if you had a specific question like okay yeah like let's talk about it you know I don't mind but if I meet you, I'm not going to be like, hey, my name is Natalia. This is what I've experienced. It's because I am today. And yeah, like, no, I'm not going to do that. My story, no. Yeah. But if it's in a conversation, in a general setting, it's like, I think we have to be able to let down those barriers, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't feel like people are always coming for you, you yeah. know? Because if you feel like that, then you're never going to have that conversation with people. That's you know what trauma. Is, yeah period okay and hence this weekend i literally went to like this whole um bonfire thing that i got invited mm-hmm. to um to my co-worker or whatever mm-hmm. and it was so much fun and i literally met this guy or whatever and it was like yo shout out to him like he was literally the dopest person i've had like i've met mm-hmm. in a long time because like okay guys if you guys didn't know i didn't mention this a lot, i didn't mention this in the last video but i'm trying to put myself um like I have a friend group obviously that I mm-hmm. carry and I cherish very close to my heart but I told myself that this year I want to put myself in uncomfortable situations by putting myself in settings where I don't know people you know and mm-hmm. I have to go out and I have to make friends or make people and talk to people you know yeah and so fast forward my coworker who I just met like a couple months ago or whatever he invited me for like this bonfire thing for his birthday and it was literally the dopest thing ever like I had so much fun one two and I met this cool I met a couple cool people right but like this one person yo he literally was the dopest person ever like he we ended up talking about like childhood traumas mind you I just met this person and it was like so like genuine you know like we can both I think we can both agree that it was such a genuine conversation Mm -hmm. that it was like wow like I respect you even more and I just met you you know Mm -hmm. like I have so much respect for you Mm -hmm. you know and it and it also showed why because he also wants to get back to like the community and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and I was like yo like me too you know and we didn't have like similar upbringings Mm -hmm. but it was like we have like this thing where we come from not the best household, you know, but we have two options. Are we going to sit in our pity or are we going to move up and how are we going to bring our community up with us, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so shout out to him because he literally, I was like, we both agreed that like, literally we were supposed to meet like that yeah. kind of night. Like mm-hmm. he was supposed to be like, and I was like, yo, honestly, he went to go, he's like, he's doing big things now. He like actually just moved to Oklahoma for like some training. So oh, wow. shout out to him. Yeah, but he'll be back or whatever. Yeah. And he's just like literally all around dope ass person. 
person lit. And so, um, but like in reality, like, can you imagine like just meeting people like that and just having like that genuine conversation where there's like no judgment and it's like, you know mm-hmm. what, damn, like you went through that. Like, I feel for you, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm here. Like, do you like, what can I do to help you? You know, mm-hmm. like instead of being quiet or holding that inside, because I feel like when you hold it inside, it makes it bigger and you haven't dealt with that trauma and it yeah. makes it worse to have yes. a conversation about it because you're not dealing with it you're just shh, pushing it to the side trauma mm-hmm. in a sense I think it's kind of like we have trauma when we're because of the family we're born into because of the race we're born into and yeah. just as what happens to us throughout life you know and how we deal with those things and that's something too because I feel like a lot of people don't stop and reflect on yourself like self-reflection oh, yeah. is so important um very uh and it's and it's um I always think like I, I it's always funny seeing people who like take time to like join a group or join um I don't know just certain things and you're starting to talk about these things and people are like oh like I didn't even realize that you know like I never realized how this affected me or especially yeah. like with um like the older generations like with my with my dad and uncles and aunts it's like no dude like I see it in your face but it's just you need to realize that you know and it's also too like accept it and move on like don't just sit there you know like oh my life sucks my life da 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 yeah. da and it's like you're complaining but you're not doing anything to find a solution for it you know or you're not dealing yeah. with it because you can yeah. talk about it but like literally sitting there by yourself and like analyzing yourself mm-hmm. that's a whole different ball game let me mm-hmm. tell you because I've been trying to do that shit and I'm like damn Brittany golly girl like sitting down with yourself is like probably one of the hardest things I think is that one of the hardest things you'll ever do mm-hmm. because you're really like okay bitch you can't like you could lie to the whole world but you can't lie to yourself mm-hmm. you gotta be honest with yourself like, yeah that's the reality and like I I try to like I want to pick off what you said how you try to mention to your dad about seeing a therapist mm-hmm. well I tried to mention that to my parents and like they were like no and I was like but yeah. why like you're not even giving it a- no because we don't have nothing to be we don't have nothing to like like you said it's like a mental issue or yeah. we don't have anything to like go to see a therapist for mm-hmm. and I'm like listen baby I can name a couple things <laughs> and sometimes I'd be naming them and my sister just be like girl why you gotta put them out like that because you know it's- and I'm like but you know I'm not lying though okay yeah. I'm like a therapist without the PhD at this oh, point amen. okay uh-huh. I feel that <laughs> I need to Google but, to come up with a therapy bro, certificate real quick online because they that's really definitely need me. To. Mm. Yes, because like sometimes I'm like, listen, like you guys are like this because of this. This is why, or like because of this. Like y'all really don't see it, but bit third party right here. I'm seeing it. I've been mm-hmm. seeing it for the past 28 years, honey, since yeah. 1994. Like, you know, and so I think that it stops the generation that you decide I'm no longer going to carry this because mm-hmm. I noticed too it's not just with my parents but it's like my grandparents like you said mm-hmm. you know or like my grandparents parents yeah you know, like I come I like personally I come from a line of alcoholics on both sides right mm-hmm. like heavy alcoholics mm-hmm. um well on my dad both sides and then on my mom uh, like all of her my grandma my all my grandma's like sisters they all lost their husbands so mm. they've all had to raise their kids so they don't know there's no example of what a role of a man is 
the woman can do both which is not bad but sometimes like when you have a significant other you cannot be the man's place yeah (gasps) because that intimidates them Mm, you know (laughs) (laughs) like that's the reality and don't get me wrong yo women that have to do both roles oh my grandma listen my grandma raised five kids on Mm -hmm. her own let me tell you that is the realest g you'll ever meet okay that lady raised five kids on her own no help from nobody and mind you my mom's father he had money all his siblings stole all the money kept it for themselves thirsty ass bitches um kept it for themselves and did not provide them with any money and you know what my grandma did what she had to do whether it was cutting the fucking banana trees cutting the pineapples in honduras being a nurse freaking cleaning houses or hotels like yo my grandma was a hustler natural born and this is why my grandma is 78 years old living a beautiful life traveling her life away because she deserves it she -hmm. deserves it Mm -hmm. you know and i think that though my grandma was like i said an amazing person she does not know what it's like to let a man lead you know Mm -hmm. like if you don't let if you don't if you don't show that example to your kids your kids are going to be the same way because that's normalized for them Mm -hmm. and that's also another trauma because you haven't dealt and i told my mama you haven't dealt with the death of not or not having a father in your life though it's normalized to you though she feels like she doesn't really like she knows that she has obviously a biological father clearly Mm -hmm. that's how she was made but inside she doesn't know what it feels like to have like an actual Mm father like how I have my dad Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and so I told her I was like yo like you know you could see somebody you know to help Mm -hmm. you and she's like no why would I do that and I'm like okay fine then I'm not gonna mention anything I'm just gonna stay quiet but I'm just letting you know yeah (laughs) stop it right then and there that's what Mm -hmm. we're saying normalizing it yo we really need to normalize this so people can start dealing with it because the last thing you want to do is bringing your negativity and your trauma to the next person you know Mm. because like in reality like bro I I could honestly say me and Nat always have these Oh, for sure. Yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. Honestly, not seen me cry before. Okay, guys? Yeah, like, woo crying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and you know what? And never did it change her perspective of me, vice mm-hmm. versa. I've never changed. That's never changed my perspective of her. And yeah. honestly, I feel like that just made our relationship so much yeah. better. Mm-hmm. If know? anything, it let me know, like, it made me understand you a lot better. Like, not that yeah. I didn't understand you before, but it's kind of like, oh, shit. Like, okay, Britt. Like, and vice versa, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I think that's helpful, you know? Because And yeah. then it opens up the door to, like, another conversation where it's like, damn, I'm not alone. You know? Like, not to say that we go through the same exact thing, but it's just like, damn, girl. Because, like, it's heavy carrying this around. Yeah. It really is. And i don't care what anyone says like it takes an effect on your body on your mind and your soul and if you don't deal with that your how you said your aura your spirit your 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 body it's just it's all gonna degrade off and this whole like perfecting like you need the perfect life of making a million dollars no first off please get that mm-hmm. out of your head travel light like seriously like let go of that baggage that you have and who even though it sucks um that generational baggage you know because yeah. from my parents from my both my parents 
I have things that I carry. From my grandparents, I have things that I carry, you know? And then also, too, from my cousins, from my tias, from my uncles. Like, I have a lot of shit that I carry. But at the end of the day, I need to realize that some of the stuff that I carry isn't meant for me. What's meant for me is to know, okay, Nafi, this is how you are. And this is what you've been through. How can you be better? How are we going to get rid of the, or not get rid of, but build better habits for you to like, let go of the shit. You feel me? Because I do not want to be my parents' age and be like, no offense, but I don't want to be them. You know, like I love my parents with all my heart, but I do not want to be them. Yeah, bros, just talk about your fucking trauma. Talk about it with us. Like, like, I think it's overthinking too. It's like, oh, I'm gonna be judged or oh, well, I come off like as this. And it's like, girl, we all know everybody's family a little messed up in the head. Okay? Like, it is okay, honey bunches. Mm -hmm. Like, and if if they're not as messed up, girl, look at you. You know, like, it's not a a comparison or a a game or um, that we're trying to win or we're one up everybody. Like, oh, well, like, my trauma's this. Oh, oh, well, I also have this trauma. Girl, you don't have to have, like, all this stuff in the book. Like, it is okay. Yeah, and it's okay to have that perf- like a perfect family, you know, where you guys mm-hmm. all have a o- humble, open, and trusting conversation with all yeah. with each other, and that's beautiful. I think I think that's like the ultimate goal because I realized too, it's like one out of every four people literally like don't have any trauma, and you know, like mm-hmm. I think being able to mix that into a group full of people who are going through it one opens that person's perspective to mm-hmm. you know like this is really going on in real life but two can show people that yes they are normal people they're people who literally don't argue don't go yeah. through verbal abuse don't go through drug abuse don't go through alcoholism don't go through anything that you're going through that literally just live a day-by-day life you know and so I just think that if you are that person and you haven't been through anything you know like it's okay don't feel bad because you haven't gone through it you know just be there for the people who have gone through it mm-hmm. and who need that support that's what i think key word in all of this support we're here yeah. to support one another we're here to build um bridges and make sure that we're there for one another because obviously like we always say it, we live in a country that always wants to divide us by the color of our skin or our social class and things like that well that's it like that's there's no more like we're all going through something Mm -hmm. you know hello we're all going through the pandemic this is taking an effect is affecting everybody you Mm -hmm. know so let's take the time to just love one another one respect each other and see what what can we do to help each other you know normalize having these conversations about the traumas that you've been through in your life because that's the only way that we're going to be able to get forward you know Mm -hmm. and i think and i hope that one day my probably ultimate goal which will be part of our nonprofit organization hopefully once it gets really huge and around the world is you know being able to go back to these schools and being able to like not just talk to the special ed kids because oh because they're bad you know no like these are regular kids that have 4.0 gpas that are going through things you know Mm -hmm. like it's not just because they're acting out no these are kids that probably are acting really good in school that are going through it that have no one to talk to but don't want to be single don't want to be put separately because they're going through something Mm -hmm. you know so one day we're going to be able to live in a society where you know what we're going to be people from different classes age groups religions cultures everything mixed together 
and we're gonna have a conversation about what had what did you go through growing up yeah. you know like that's always a thing like and I think with all the conversations that I've had with people it always pin for me at least it's always been pinpointed back to childhood mm-hmm. and growing up yeah you know I think it just helps build like normalizing these conversations and making it part of your um I get maybe everyday um interactions it builds community it strengthens community because I think having not only a partner uh you know like a boyfriend girlfriend type thing but all partnerships all relationships you have like friendship wise and um uh, co-worker wise or yeah. uh with your own family you know um it's strength because you can't have um it strengthens that communication you know because you know how we go on like dates or you could be dating this partner and they're like yeah all they want to talk about is just like dumb shit there's no depth to it so you need to be able to open that door and it creates really cool conversations honestly like yeah. i've had some wonderful conversations about this and at the same time too it helps me walk away with like oh wow like i never thought of this before it's all about perspective yeah. and having an open mind so um yeah just you know keep talking about them and not to say it's gonna be easy it could it's going to be some for some people it could be hard for some people it's going to be uncomfortable it's going to be um awkward it's going to be some people it could be easy but um I think you know what works for you whether that's being with your friends or seeking out a therapist or writing stuff down um you know like there's a lot of ways you could do it but I think it's helpful also not only for other people but for you as well because it helps you grow as a person and just remember that you guys are dope you're not just what you've been through in life doesn't define who you are you know like that's in the past like continue to grow and just want better and to prosper so yeah like 2021 we're talking about traumas people and we're going you know what and this is where it ends the cycle ends with you and now it's to move forward that's Mm -hmm. it no more reverse we're just moving forward and we're gonna continue to do great Cause that's it we've already had a worse year now we're just gonna do good guys yeah so, you know what we love you guys thanks for staying to staying tuned love as you. always you guys are amazing stay tuned later this week we're definitely gonna be talking about our new project called yes. project amor so stay tuned yeah we love you guys so much okay so be love safe. you stay tuned till next week bye bye